So, is someone going to introduce this episode? What <laughs> are we doing here? Yeah, we're calling this episode two, right? Of, are we recording now? It says so. It says I'm recording on on various platforms. It says I'm recording in OBS. It says I'm recording on this thing that I just paid for. Oh. Um, .us. It says recording in the top left-hand corner. So, Yes, that's correct. Still have a sideways Shack News logo. Sorry about that. Uh, the show is 9 to 5, Elon. This is our third episode, kind of. But or... we call it episode, I thought it was episode two. Yes. But it's our third episode. Yes. It's episode two. That's not confusing at all. <laughs> 9 to 5, Elon, episode two. Actually, episode three. Uh, cool. So and thanks. thanks third for... episode is where Uh-oh, we introduce ourselves because that's how you do things. I mean, this is where Tony and Sara decided to complicate production by broadcasting from a car. Yeah. Uh, through. I'm, I'm definitely blaming the Japanese internet connection. It's 100% cannot be blamed on us. I heard Adam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we dropping out? Do you not hear us? No, we hear you. Uh, oh, okay, good. You you couldn't hear Adam. I I will be a I will be an internet conduit between two crappy connections today. This, this has happened before many times. My connection is good. It's just far away. Yeah, I'm sure there's a series of firewalls between us and Adam that makes his image quality not the best, but not terrible. Uh, and yeah, we're gonna get. He needs a better mic. So when I come to Japan in a couple of weeks, I'm just going to bring uh, like one of these things. Oh, thanks, man. So he'll be able to. We will have better audio from Japan. Because he does sound like a robot at times. But that's just internet. Uh, the other way around that is that we have Adam record locally. Uh, he could record his voice locally. And, oh. and then I could... It just become it becomes even more of a process, but that's what we've been doing on our on our other podcasts uh, because the internet, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are currently charging uh, your Model Three. We're getting zero miles per hour because we're running the air conditioner right now. What are you plugged into that you're getting zero miles an hour? Like well, we're just off a one twenty plug, just to it's like a hamster on a wheel, just like. That's exactly right. We have the air conditioner on and we have the fan set to one. And we are getting now zero miles per hour. It jumps to two every once in a while. Maybe when some other car system turns off or something. I don't know. But Okay. And then... A while. So we're thinking actually introducing ourselves this week would be a good idea. I heard that pitch. Yeah, we got some good feedback from viewers and listeners. Yes, we got feedback from one of our... Dozens of listeners. Hey, hey, not dozens this week. Because I made the effort and posted a video and actually was able to capture the video, I can give you the actual total uh, of viewers. It was hundreds, you guys. Hundreds. Hundreds. That's so exciting. That is. Russian bots. (laughs) I don't think so, man. I really don't think there was that many Russian bots. You know, Uh, let's see. 461 as of the recording of this episode. We don't deserve that. To go from one 
in our pilot episode to 461. We are actually growing faster than Tesla right now. That's the power of the internet. That is the power of the internet. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Asif Khanna, CEO, Editor-in-Chief of Shack News. Uh, I own two Teslas and I have a Roadster on the way because I'm an idiot. Uh, and I live in Canton, Ohio. Uh, we all went to high school together in Hudson, yeah. Ohio. Yes. Now we live all over the place, right? Yes. So, Correct. So, Tony and Sara, introduce yourselves. You go first. I'm Sara Sardarelli. Grew up in Akron slash Kent, Ohio, and now we live in Cincinnati. And I'm Tony Hudson. I grew up in Aurora, Ohio, and we live in Cincinnati, like she said. Cool. And, and you guys have you guys have a Model Three, right? Long We're in it right now, charging. They're broadcasting live from their Model 3 for this live episode. From in the driveway, under the deck, carport. <laughs> <laughs> are you under that tree? Or are you to, like, what side of the tree yeah. are you? The tree's right there. Here, I'll, a squirrel uh, just came by. I'll use the, the magic on. mirror technique to show you. <laughs> the magic are. mirror so, technique? Over there, is the, that's the tree. Is it focusing? It's very reflective. It's very reflective. I can't see a thing. I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> we believe you, though. There's a tree there. We're going to do a real mirror next week. Okay. Because stay tuned no, we're next for real that. mirrors. We're only, broad- uh, we're only broadcasting from the car because we have house guests right now. So. Oh, okay. Uh, this is pretty small. This is the only place we can escape to. Now people really do have the car. It's not pretend. Yeah, it's like Adam. Adam was saying on our pilot episode that we needed to wear hats for street cred. So I have my Tesla hat this week, and Adam has his boring company. Yeah, I don't have a Tesla, so I have to have the hat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but you were an early adopter of the hat. I yes. <laughs> That's all that really well, matters. Adam, I lived. In, I grew up in Canton, Ohio, very close to Asu. Mm-hmm. And I also lived in Denver, and now I live in Japan. I've been a fan of Tesla since before the Roadster came out. So, was that adequate for introductions? Yes, yeah, sure. I have a Model One with seven seats. That's okay, you're looking forward to having a Model Y. I I can dig that. Yeah, my Starbucks is still too hot to drink. Uh, this is one, <laughs> one of world's like the world's like tragedies, right? Is it like to properly have hot tea that's drinkable? You have to buy it like forty minutes or an hour ahead of time. The only reason I got Starbucks is I was on the way to the office here, so I'm broadcasting for the second week from Shack News Intergalactic headquarters. There's a computer. There's a computer over here, and yeah, there's that sideways sign. Eventually, if Tony ever comes to help me rebuild this place, that thing will be right side up. They gave me these like racks, you know, like because basically, like I, you know, I bought all these materials for the Shack News E3 booth. They like sent them to me on a pallet a few weeks ago, and it was just like, here you go, kid. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to set up like a the booth. <laughs> I don't really have room. Also, be like the Seinfeld episode with Kramer. <laughs> Wait, what? 
You don't remember that episode where he gets the Merv Griffin set? Oh, sure. I do remember the Merv Griffin episode of Seinfeld. But uh, this isn't even the part of the booth that we were broadcasting our live stream from. This is more like there was this little area that we would keep our stuff in with a door that you could lock. So these were the walls of that. It was like a, I don't know, it was like a cube, basically. And uh, it had Do It For Shack News written on it. And I like the black I like the black uh, background logo more than the white, but they gave us both. Uh, anything looks better than this wall where they were just ripping stuff out of it as they left. I like the Sideways Shack logo right now. I think it looks good in the background. It'll work. I mean, that I might be a episode three thing or four. We, we should have gotten you a, a reusable mug for your Starbucks, though. I feel like yeah. you shouldn't be flashing that paper cup from Starbucks off if you should be saving oh, yeah. the I mean, isn't it's made by it's made with 10% post consumer recycled fiber? You get a discount if you got a reusable cup, okay? So. I don't know what to tell you. I don't go there that often. <laughs> I honestly, I don't go to Starbucks very often. I make tea at home, but I'm not here. I'm not at home. I don't have, like, I don't have the ability to heat water here I'm yet. Not, I'm not trying to shame you. Oh, I'm just saying that the more sustainable that. option than bringing a freaking plastic cup to Starbucks and driving there is to yeah. just make tea at your own damn house or at work. That's all I'm saying. So this is really a stopgap. Right, but like, fine. holy crap! If the hippie police are on this podcast, we're doomed. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know I was gonna get knocked hippie points for buying tea at nine in the morning. Just saying. Should have known better. Hashtag just saying. I thought you chose us because we're gonna. I thought you chose us because we were good hippie police. I I know, but I still have to give you crap about it. Okay, I'm not doing my job as whatever the hell I am, the early adopter of clean technology. The only reason I can afford clean technology was that I was rich enough to buy it. <laughs> and rich people can afford to waste these horrible things, right? Have you heard plastic have you heard of Plastic Bag Island? I feel like one episode we're gonna have to broadcast live from Plastic Bag Island. We wait we long enough. Do it. We'll just do the whole ocean. The whole ocean will be plastic. We'll just do an episode where Adam walks from Japan over the plastic bag island, and we walk from California, and we like meet in the middle. That would, yeah. that would be a pretty great road trip video too. But yeah, like this is at least most of this is biodegradable, at least. It's true. So I'm thinking about make coffee sleeves, so you don't have to get those brown ones. She does. She makes them. Handmade coffee. You guys know that we're in Ohio, right? Like, I drove by, like, I don't know how much trash in the street. Like, it's like, <laughs> this is not, it wasn't like I was like, hey, give me that sleeve. It was just here, <laughs> sir. You know, like. You should be picking up that trash on your way. <laughs> I should be picking up yeah. the trash in the middle of the streets of Canton. And what about the, yeah, all the so roadkill? Should out. I be cleaning you off the roadkill? Sports car. <laughs> Your space car. So wait, wait. Should I just down. walk the street, turn on the Christmas thing for the Model X, and just get yeah. to work for safety? For safety, turn on. Yes, yeah. turn that on for safety and pick up trash. We'll come on record your way. you doing that. Okay. He can I got it. Record it. Oh, just hits true. the button before he gets out. He picks up the trash, goes back in. I gotta say, Sentry yeah. Mode 
recordings are not the best. No, not. they're not. <laughs> uh, Having looked uh, through a bunch of my footage, I was kind of disappointed. Very poor, very poor the, color uh, the cameras weren't designed for that. Makes me wonder if at some point they'll change the cameras. Provide an yeah. upgrade. Yeah, I was I because I you know I I filled up one of my whatever it is the thumb drive Tony so I was like yeah. I had to dump it I went on my computer and I was just looking through random stuff and I was like this isn't really that good of footage like it's good to you know prevent or to figure out if someone scratched your car yeah. or something but like yeah enough but it's not good no I wasn't impressed by the quality of it and I was like they could they could do better model dash cam like but a yeah, like. Good enough to submit in court. Yeah, exactly. Well, but like, like if you what? if you want to create content with the Tesla, I really feel like you got to still mount some GoPros or you know oh, equivalent cameras, yeah. action cameras. Gotta have 4K. Yeah. So I'm. Well, you even need 4K. The time, even the hyperlapse, even the GoPro hyperlapse that I posted that had the charging and then the driving. Mm -hmm. I don't think quite enough detail. Even with the camera sitting floating right here. Yeah. Recording the front, you still don't quite get the the resolution so those no, 8k cameras are great when those come out it should be just the right amount 8k yeah for better fidelity once once gopros are 8k is gopro making an 8k have they said that or is this just well, i mean things are naturally progressing i think the next set of cameras will still try to double yeah they probably will be yeah like there's a lot of 8k tvs for sale here <sighs> yeah but what do you record yeah, i mean you can only record the content with super high-end cameras though I'm saying mm -hmm. once it gets small enough, then yeah. be, that'll be perfect. Maybe they'll put 8K in the Model Y. Can we talk about how terrible bottled water is now? Yeah, because this is bottled, bottled by Nestle. And the CEO of Nestle said that water is not a right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'm just, just want to remind you. We can't go down this road because... You can say so many awful things about Nestle. Um, <laughs> I just wanted, just wanted to let everyone know that the CEO of Nestle says water is not a right. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so we actually have a format for this episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only did we introduce ourselves, but we're upping our game by introducing a format. That's amazing. Yeah, so we'll keep going with this unless our viewers complain. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have an opening, which that's what that was. That was the opening. It went a little too long. It's all right. Ah. Uh, general Elon news and tweets, then Tesla news and Tesla-related tweets. Mm -hmm. Then maybe talk about Tesla stock or financials. Mm -hmm. And then general open discussion about your own experiences with your cars. Okay. Or other random things. So, Does that sound good? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, so yeah, general Elon news. Uh, yeah, which I think we could just basically call Elon's tweets because this guy is a... He's like a PR nightmare. If you work for him in PR, you're like... I thought, I thought he'd gotten really a lot better in the last month, but... No, I just mean in general. Like, he replies to users so much about questions where he reveals stuff before a press, like a PR firm would do that. You know, yeah. like a PR firm would probably send out a press release and announce something. Elon yeah. just says, coming, 
when someone asks him about Spotify premium in the U.S. You know what I mean? So, like, because of that nature of how he behaves with fans, how he interacts with people on Twitter, I feel like that becomes a challenge when you're, yeah. when you're I also to... think he changes company policy just through tweets. Yes, a lot. He and that must be if you're if you're working with him, that must be frustrating. You're like, oh, I guess we're doing this now. Yeah, and I just found out about it on Twitter with everyone else. So a theme of this show, at least from my standpoint, is going to be that Elon tweets too much. I think he tweets far too much. But I like how transparent he is. I'm not complaining about his transparency. I just think for a man as as busy as he is, he tweets too much. Well, yeah, but the only reason I joined Twitter was to follow you and him. I hear you. And, like, those are probably your two best follows on Twitter, honestly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just, like I said, it's, there's, like, this give and take to it. Like, where I, I, from a consumer standpoint, I love his transparency. I love how open he is with users and how dedicated he is to improving platforms. But I do think that it, as a shareholder, for instance, it has created problems in the past for us where he's, too open about things you know and yes i agree since he got his twitter sitter he's probably a little bit better yeah uh but yeah that was but yeah i just kind of wanted to preface our elon tweets section with that because i just think there's gonna be a lot of tweets in the future where we're just kind of like yeah uh so the first one yeah i just kind of mentioned it uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this thing. Let's see if this works. I'm kind of terrified. Uh, share screen. Oh, Elon Musk confirmed Spotify Premium is coming to Tesla in the United States. This was one of our articles that went up uh, yesterday, and yeah, it was what kind of in the morning on the 15th. Elon replied to someone. Uh, Twitter user in Elon we trust underscore if you guys want to follow him. Uh, he just let him know that Spotify premium support is coming to Tesla's. And uh, yes, the internet was super jazzed about that. Yeah. <laughs> I asked if that is soon in version to come coming and he didn't reply, sadly. But I kind of wonder when. Mm-hmm. Oh, for okay. people who don't know, they do have Spotify in Europe. Are you guys Spotify I am huh? not a Spotify user, no. No, I'm not. I don't care about this. I, I just I just want I think, more music options. Yeah. Better. Well, hopefully, like, we I learned better music options. Really have other options, too, like Apple Music and stuff for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've been kind of banging the drum for, is better integration with iOS, better integration with Android. Uh, so if this leads to that, I'm all for it. And if there's like, it just seems like the more apps that he confirms for the car, the more that the OS is going to have to change. Like there needs to be a proper launcher or something, a way to, a better way to navigate. So I, every yeah. time he says something like this, like YouTube's coming, Netflix is coming, it makes me think V10 is going to be a very big UI change, not just a you know feature change. But we'll see. And yeah, he doesn't say when. He just says it's coming. Uh, which, once again, not ideal for what a PR firm would probably want to say, right? Um, 
I don't really care about the ideal for a PR firm. Oh, I, I know that. I think oh. that one of his greatest weakness is probably his like no filter when he tweets. So it's good mm -hmm. that he's got the babysitter now, but I also think that the fact that he individually responds <clears throat> is a huge selling point to me. It's like it reminds me a great example is three weeks ago, the guy that noticed the bug, he had his cat in the car and he noticed a bug with changing the temperature. Mm -hmm. The car was up to like eight degrees with his cat in there, even though he had dog mode on. And Elon like directly responded maybe an hour after the guy tweeted, like, we're working on a fix for this. Sorry about the bug. You know, mm -hmm. like show me if some other car exec that does that. There, there isn't one. Sorry. If you let other executives tweet stuff, they tweet stuff like no one deserves water. Yeah. Volkswagen <laughs> says diesel. We're going, we're going diesel. It's clean. Oh, no, this time it's clean. We're not going to kill anybody this time. We promise. Like what? It's yeah. absolutely clean. So some other, like, I, I think I'll just share my screen again and show you just some of his tweets from this week. Cause there's, you know, a lot. Uh, this one, this one stood out to me. No, but seriously, don't do it. Do not drink alcohol with medication. Me and it's stone cold. just <laughs> Pounding beers. Um, yeah, that, that, one, that one great. jumped out to me, folks, as a red flag, maybe. Um, and then what my hot pocket sees through the window of the microwave at 2.32 in the morning. Both of those. Fan they're both fantastic. These are I like really... the hot pocket one because of the uh, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> yeah, that, that was solid. And then he started tweeting about the sun. Uh he also tweeted out corporate surrealism trademark. Uh, so that I thought was interesting. Uh, and then, yes, uh, August 15th. How can you not love that? Yeah, August 15th, he said nuke Mars and then announced a t-shirt. And it said, trust me, it'll be fire with two fire emojis. <laughs> um... And then, yeah, do you think he really because he was talking about a hot date? Yes, fancy a hot date, fourth from our star. Yeah, see, and then there it is within a day. There's the shirt. <laughs> I do want it, I want both of these shirts. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, he seems to be very into uh, you don't want it, you don't want a new car. And then here, here's my favorite of the week. Hashtags are an abomination. Yeah, and I was just talking about that like last week. How I yeah, we, we, I think maybe like four hours before this, I was giving Tony crap about a hashtag that I saw him use at a soccer game. I was like, that looks like you're having a stroke. <laughs> it was like fresh and hash or something. I was like, what? That wasn't my fault. There's a burger place called Big Boy, and there is a subset called Frisch's Big Boy. Oh. Frisch's. Frisch's fan. <laughs> the hashtag. I didn't come up with it. I was merely using it to try and get on the Jumbotron, which I didn't, and then deleted the tweet. So that's what you get, Frisch's, for not putting me on the Jumbotron. And that supports the fact that hashtags are an abomination. <laughs> um, he did say perhaps that was too edgy. Some of them are it, no, it's funny though because he, he, he doesn't, doesn't need to have hashtags, does he? And then he did point out that the sun is a, yeah, an immense. 
That's exactly right. He's saying that from a point of privilege. He doesn't need hashtags because everyone follows no, him. So but it is like I said, it's stupid that Twitter requires hashtags for their search. Like it's kind of absurd. Don't. They don't require hashtags for search. Then what's the point? Facebook implemented navigation with hashtags, so Twitter follows suit. It doesn't require. Honestly, Instagram is the one that uses hashtags the most for now. Yeah, all platforms follow suit. Yeah, all 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 platforms followed Instagram. I would say Instagram was first to really implement navigation and the ability to follow a hashtag, but Twitter Twitter never implemented the ability to follow a hashtag. Neither did Facebook. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of stupid in that sense. But uh, I agree. Like, I think that... And they don't even work on Facebook. No. Oh, fa- nothing works on Facebook. You just have to pay them. Right. You guys hear us or not? You guys cut in and out a little bit, but... It's like... Can you, you guys can't hear us or can I can hear you right now. I am able to hear you. Can you hear me? Nope. Okay, they can't hear us. Adam, can you hear me? Sorry, no. We hear you, but you guys sound like super slow robots. Yeah, it's definitely not me. (laughs) It's totally the people in the car that are broadcasting. Oh, there they are. Um, Technical difficulties. Uh, So, yeah, I can go back to sharing my screen a little bit. Can you hear us, Tony? Ruh, Ralph. There oh, you go. Sorry. I can hear can you. Can see us? Uh, uh, no, I cannot. We don't can hear see you. you. But we then, can't see Asif. You can't see me? It's always stuck on Asif. It's oh, there it switched to me. It's just, you can hear us now? We can hear you, yes. Oh, we can hear you. So are you going dark? No. No. We see that. We're getting unstable connection warning. I, Just go yeah. on without us. We'll tell you if it gets better. Okay. All right. Um, so, Adam, I'm going to share my screen again because Elon kept tweeting. Yeah. Uh, he started tweeting about the sun. He said the sun. Yeah, well, that's because he was uh, – he brought up Tesla Solar yes. relaunching. He just – he tweeted it out five hours ago. So I know we're supposed to follow for but we could talk about this a little bit. Uh, yeah, so they are now offering solar rentals mm-hmm. in six states. And they used to do kind of push solar leasing and they got rid of it because it kind of hurt their financials, right? They were trying to push for selling. That's right. And um, I don't know why they decided to introduce this rental scheme, but it's, I think it's different than a lease because there's no long-term commitment. So the way the lease works is you can rent for 50, for a small system for 50 bucks a month or a medium system for 100 bucks a month or a large system for 150 if you live in one of six states like California and Nevada I think and mm-hmm. some other and yeah you can quit making payments at any point if you want them to remove the panels it'll cost 1500 bucks i think you could just have them leave them on the roof and maybe they take the money from the generation um but it's kind of cool because the point is that your uh utility bill will instantly get cheaper than what you're paying for the rental of the solar panels Mm -hmm. 
and you don't have to pay any other money besides that. So I think it could be pretty popular. Like, I think if you do figure out the payback for even if you had the panels removed for 1500 bucks, I think for the large system, it's just like two, two or three years at most. So it's, I, I'm able to toggle incentives, right? So without incentives, large is $32,490. Yeah, that's uh, if you purchase it. Yeah, and then... I'm guessing they will show me the lease options if I were to place order or something. No, because uh, you're not in Ohio. I mean, you're in Ohio, so you can't. Oh, so it detected that I was in Ohio and it removed the option to rent? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's a bummer. Like, I'm in Japan, but so the closest place for them is like California, so I can see it. But, but uh, uh, yeah, he said one click order to, and, uh, and save $500 a year in utility bills with no long term contract, cancel any time. Yeah, so based on that, if you, even if you wanted the panels removed, after three years, you, you could cover the $1,500 expense of having them removed. Yeah, he said with the new lower Tesla pricing, it's like having a money printer on your roof. If you live in a state with high electricity costs, still better to buy, but rental option makes the economics obvious. That's great. Uh, yeah, I, I think it should be pretty popular. This is something I've been talking about for years, Adam. A small corner of Texas or anywhere with solar panels could power the entire United States. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. It's like no one's ever going to live in West Texas. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why are we even bothering, like, acting <laughs> like people are ever going to inhabit West Texas? We should just make it all solar and build out like a grid that it would actually power the entire country. Uh, but yeah, I I, yeah. I liked how he solar and wind. Wind's good in Texas too. I kind of like how he went about this though. He just kind of talked about the science of the sun first, and then he was like, "Bam, here's some solar yeah. action." Uh, yeah. But yeah, I do want to. I want to write an article on Shaq about this either today or tomorrow because uh, I do think our yeah. readers are interested in solar and yeah uh and, i know for a fact tesla owners are definitely interested yeah and tesla's solar sales have been kind of crashing the last few years since mm -hmm. they acquired solar city so hopefully this will yeah we pointed out it was such a small fraction of revenue at the company it was like insignificant at this point uh yeah. but yeah if solar becomes another revenue driver for them that would be great yeah uh, but yeah, that was kind of news that uh, Elon just tweeted out in the last day that we wanted to hit. And yeah, I think we... <laughs> Wait, did he talk about... Send... Who, who talked about sending a probe to catch up with, to Starman? Someone tweeted him about it, and he said... So yeah, so Starman recently completed its first loop around the sun. <laughs> yeah. And uh, someone tweeted him saying... Could you send kind of a probe to like capture pictures, photos, or video of Starman? And he said, "Yeah, in a few years, I think is what he said." <laughs> well, that would be pretty sweet. Be interesting to see what Starman looks like at that point, and if it's like totally destroyed or if it looks the same. I have no idea. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I imagine he's looking pretty beat up. If yeah, you're supposed to tons of radiation and stuff, right? It's yeah, I don't think. Star would, it'd be interesting to see the car, how the car is holding up. That's true. 
I, I imagine better than Starman. Uh, yeah. yeah, I wonder if... Yeah, it, I think for scientific purposes, it would be cool to see what happened to Starman uh, and the car. Uh, yeah. But yes, bring back Starman. Save Starman. Um, let's see, what else was in the news? Uh, someone tweeted him about using continuous spiral welding. And it was specifically, they were asking about using it on the SpaceX Starship. Mm -hmm. I guess it's a way to make the vehicles faster. But Elon said no, because you have to change the thickness of the vehicle depending on what part of it is on. Mm -hmm. But he said it would be really good in the, uh, to use in boring company, ton boring company tunnels. So that would be neat. I, I, he had always talked about using cement reinforcement segments made from the dirt and then making those directly on site and then making the tunnel out of that. So I don't know how using a <clears throat> metal tube works with that. Finally working again. You're back? Yeah, we can hear you. Did I just hear you talking about rammed earth structures? Because that's a perfect time for the hippie to get back on the chat. Is that what you just said, <laughs> that Adam? A ground earth structure? Like, yeah. Oh, okay, talk about that, Tony. Rammed earth. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Structure? I'm all about <laughs> Your audio like right when you start talking about it, it's like something <laughs> so yours has been doing the whole time that's why we were laughing oh we sound like slow robots sorry sorry oh. i'll stop talking tony check out this uh oh well i know Tony, try to turn off your video and see if that improves the audio so Tony linked this in our uh, Tesla chat uh, on our yeah. Slack, and it's a new wiring loom. And, I'm looking uh, at the Tesla chat. And it is pretty exciting. It's the first time they've really rewired this, right, in decades? Well, they Elon talked about this before, so what the, I'm trying to remember. The Model S had how many kilometers of wire? Two kilometers or something? Yeah, some stupid amount. Two and a half. I can't remember. And then the Model 3 was like one kilometer. It was a major reduction. Mm -hmm. And then they were talking about the Model... This was years ago he said this. He said the Model Y would be 100 meters. So like an order of magnitude better. Mm. And then these patents came out showing kind of how they would do this, I think. Yeah. Um, using robots. Yeah, awesome. what is, uh, what's do you have the do you have this channel? Do I what, have... the channel name? Yes, this is Transport Evolve. The, cha the channel name. Yeah, yeah, they're really excellent. Yeah. Be sure to either give them a follow or uh, a sub. Uh, but yeah, they they broke down the the new wiring system that is likely to go in the Model Y and why? Yeah, I, I hope it'll make it in there. And you then, know, now that they're talking about seventy some percent of the parts being the same between the three and the Y, I worry that some of these cool features will be gone. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, he said he thought the cost of the Line 3 would be the same, despite it being a bigger car. So I think they're keeping it, because this is one way to reduce the cost, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but they experimented with using robots to do putting in the wiring harness in the three, but robots suck at handling flexible wires. Sure. Right? So the one in the Y is like semi-rigid, so it's easier for the robots to handle. Mm. So it sounds like a kind of a big breakthrough in manufacturing. Tony mentioned how... Uh, it, it was done on airliners and like planes and how that yeah. became, that became a big deal uh, for manufacturing of planes. For sure. For sure. For saving on weight, right? You're saving a ton of gold when you, uh -huh. you're taking a couple thousand pounds of cable. You're actually combining it for the infotainment systems. So similar to what they're doing where you've got the idea of ethernet with switches. So it's a single line and data is communicated two yeah. directions. Well, I remember uh, 787 was delayed like yeah. a long ass time because of the infotainment wiring. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I was actually, I know this because I was at a security conference like 11 years ago and they were talking about we could save even more if we combine the avionics with the infotainment systems. And all the security people were like, uh, are you for real? That's a horrible idea. Because you're going to introduce all the vulnerabilities to the infotainment system that people are then sitting in front of yeah. with access to, <laughs> with the avionics in the plane. Like, how about we keep at least those systems completely air-gapped? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Like on a Tesla, right? The infotainment's totally separate. Yeah. Exactly. Those, uh, the idea of a fused relay is important because there are systems you want to keep separate. So just super interesting stuff. Yeah, so that was that was a little news nugget that we saw or earlier in the week and wanted to highlight. And yeah, check out their channel. Uh, I think it was Transport Evolved. They're doing some cool stuff over there. Uh, oh yeah, this isn't really. This is more space related. I don't know if you guys saw this. I put it in the the Tesla chat uh, earlier this week. Um. Our galaxy's black hole spewed a super bright light, and scientists don't know why. Did you see this? I did not. Uh, <laughs> Sagittarius A, the supermassive black hole at the center of our galaxy, has emitted a large burst of infrared radiation brighter than anything ever produced by that black hole. So I thought it was worth mentioning. Kind of crazy. I don't know much about this. Is that Hawkins radiation? Maybe. Uh, I'm guessing. Uh, here's a time lapse of the images over 2.5 hours from May at Keck Observatory, the supermassive black hole Sagittarius A. The black hole is always variable, but this was the brightest we've seen in the infrared so far. It's probably even brighter before we started observing that night. So it's like the brightest radiation flare like ever recorded out of that black hole uh i thought that was kind of neat it was yeah, just... interesting to think what's going on in there <laughs> yeah uh but that was just like kind of space related not necessarily spacex related where i was like huh there's yeah. a ton of ads on that website i don't know i don't want you to have my notifications enabled see now um 
there were some other uh, there were some other news that mm-hmm. came out on Twitter for Tesla. Yeah. Uh, Elon. Someone tweeted at Elon about um, service loaners being gone. You know, like they give you a loaner vehicle, and, and he made a big deal a few years ago about everyone getting a Model S P100D or Model X P100D sure. vehicle. And then yeah. recently, they've been pushing more for for a while. It was Lyft, and now it seems more like it's Uber. And I guess someone asked for a, a loaner, and they said no, but you can have a hundred bucks a day in Uber credit. So somehow there was an article yeah. written about this, and then Elon said it's not true that they're getting rid of service vehicles. I mean, loaner vehicles. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of interested to see what happens with that. I wonder. I it is true. I mean, I, I think they were doing it, pushing Uber or Lyft to save money. Mm-hmm. But at least with my dad in northern Michigan, there is no Uber or Lyft, and they always provide a service vehicle. I mean, a yeah. loaner vehicle. Yeah. I mean, he's always got a Tesla. Last time he got a Cadillac. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they'll just give the person an option of what which they would prefer. That's super gross. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I... When I've, and granted, I haven't done service in, I don't know, months. But when I do, I'm offered the option to check a box for a loaner vehicle. Yeah. So it's still an option. Now, the whole not giving you a Tesla as a loaner vehicle, that's new to me. I've always had a Tesla whenever I did a loaner. I think but it depends on availability. And if it's like at the end of a quarter, they're selling all those service, uh, the loaners. That's that's the problem is that their supply is limited i think uh where they are actively just selling uh the cars that are being that are being used and i think a lot of the time it used to be tesla owned the loaner fleet and then it seems like uh people were getting them through a rental company Mm -hmm. hertz or something sure um so maybe it's just dependent on what the rental company has available but I kind of wonder what they're going to do with that. I know they're pushing mobile service where you wouldn't need a loaner vehicle anyway. So maybe their hope is that they can push it to such a high percentage that's done with the mobile service that they can offer loaner vehicles again. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's what I've noticed is that most of the time in Ohio, when I've been requesting service, they just come straight to my house. So I don't have to get a loaner. But then again, I am, I have another car. So I'm usually yeah, okay. Yeah. And um, they they keep making improvements to quality so the cars will require less and less service over time, hopefully. So maybe this was one of the you remember when they were ramping model three, we talked about it a lot, and I was like, I'm pretty concerned about the service centers scaling. And yeah, it's a big problem. So this is this is kind of a symptom of that, that there's not enough loaner vehicles for the fleet anymore. And that's just gonna happen. Uh yeah. So at least they're offering something. I don't really like Uber as an option. I think that's kind of lame. Uh, but yeah, that's never that whole hundred dollar credit on Uber has never been posed to me. So I'm not. They've never asked me. Like I live in a city. If I had a Tesla and they offered me Uber, it wouldn't be bad. No, that'd be fine for you. 
parking and stuff's expensive. But like Uber, I have to look for parking spots. And I can tell you, Uber here is not reliable. Um, at certain hours, you just can't trust it. So it's like it wouldn't replace having a car for me. Oh yeah, for most people, it wouldn't. But yeah, so I think that's that's the problem. You go outside the city and you can't use Uber for that. But when I took my Model Three for service in Santa Monica, can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. When I took my Model 3 for service in uh, Santa Monica, they offered Uber credits uh, last month. Mm. 100 yeah. bucks a day. But that's an area where there's a, they didn't a put high... A label on it. They just said, do you need Uber credits to get anywhere you're going? We'll make sure you get them. So. That's an area where there's a high density of Teslas. And there's just... Yeah. You know, that... And Uber. Yeah, and there's plenty of Uber. You can get an Uber 24 hours a day in Los Angeles. You just can't do that here. And there's also not the density of, of Teslas here. So I think that's that's part of it, is that in the cities, like Adam said, it makes sense. But in other parts of the country, I don't think it makes sense. And they might have to address that. And this is something that I thought was inevitable when they scaled with Model 3, was that they were going to run out of capacity for a lot of different service options. Yeah, well, it's actually hurting them. Like, did you guys read about the... A uh, rental company in Germany mm. canceled an order for a hundred Model Threes. No, it had to do with uh, disagreement over service of the vehicles. I think. Oh yeah. Um, and I know particularly in parts of Europe, uh, the service is really bad <laughs> because, uh, especially in certain countries, there's like a large number of Teslas sold and they haven't scaled the service appropriately uh-huh. and it takes forever for them to ship parts over there. Um, so they need to address these things. So things like that don't continue to happen. Sure. I think uh, Europe is probably one of their more challenging areas. That economy is not doing great. And then yeah, if you're not offering the service capacity that like Mercedes would, I just think that yeah, when it comes to, like a luxury vehicle fleet for like a limo company or something, Mercedes in Germany is probably going to be a lot easier than buying Teslas, even though Tesla is probably the better solution. Although people over there might opt to buy the e-tron, which is yeah, a much worse vehicle, arguably. Yeah, just because they feel more secure with the service, that's kind of a Yep. This was, this was something we, we talked about. We talked about like two or three years ago that yeah. this was going to be a challenge for Tesla as they ramp. And it is. And yeah. it's like they only have a certain amount of money they can only put in, in certain areas at a time. So I think it makes sense to be focused on the ramp right now. But at some point, yeah, they need to figure this out. Otherwise, a customer satisfaction yeah. will go down for sure. And then that's... Yeah. That's the... Well, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is um, yellow banding on the on your S. Did your S screen ever get yellow banding or no? What does that mean? Uh, so a lot of people are reporting after a few years their Model S screen gets a yellow color discoloration around the border of the no, screen. No, I had bubbles, remember? Oh, yeah. I had bubbles on my screen. Is that from heat? I don't know. 
They, I, I, it was extreme cold, maybe followed by heat, but I had bubbles that appeared on my screen. How many years ago did they replace that? Two years ago. So, um, you well, you don't really take the car to the garage much anymore. No. But at some point, if you did, maybe you would get yellow banding. I doubt it because I, I replaced the screen already. But yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I haven't well, seen that. They didn't resolve that issue till recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Goody. I can't wait to have to replace my yeah. center console again. Well, the thing is, I guess Tesla's not being very good about replacing it for free. Which is I'm sure. I'm but sure. They're, basically they're like terrible about that. I think they should replace it because these are the early adopters. You don't want to... Their attitude is, ah, hey, you're an early adopter, you're rich, you can afford to pay us for your... Well, that's, there's some truth to that, but it's also the people that have been helping. Yeah, oh, I hear you, man. Being an early adopter and then having to deal with uh, paying for a defect is ridiculous. And I, I don't think that that's a good precedent to set for the company, but it, no. it, you know, this, this is a company that is still, like, while it's not on the verge of bankruptcy, it certainly is struggling. You know, like they're not profitable and they're not, you know, they are growing. So there's this like push and pull between trying to have enough cash while trying to grow and having to say no to all these things. Uh, But yeah, like it's like uh, the Model S and the X, and I'm not saying that Elon doesn't care about them at all, but it really feels like the Mac at Apple where like Apple really just focuses on iPhone. You know, yeah. and yeah. Model Three is the iPhone, and like S and X are like Max. <laughs> you know, so it's like yes, we still get our up upgrades, and they still care about us a little. But yeah, it's it's really a Model Three company now. So it's about trying to make the Model Three as high satisfaction as possible. That's why you're not even seeing him update the Model Three or the Model S or X. You know, this year, like they gave it that battery spec bump. And the the drivetrain bump, but they haven't. They're not going to change the form factor of that car or add anything that would change. Too much work for this number of sales, I think. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's all about placing the money in the right bet right now for them, and they don't want to. They don't want to put their resources on something that's not going to lead them to cash flow positive. So I think that's that's the challenge. Putting all the resources model Y, basically. Yeah. Why? Why in the truck are the right bet? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so like also you convert the truck people. That's worth way more than. I mean, you already converted the SNX people. You already converted the super <laughs> you wealthy. Wanna, that you, you want to keep part. the SNX people because you have good margins on those. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sure they'll eventually probably dump some Roadster tech into a refreshed Model S and X. That's my guess, is that the Roadster 2.0 will ship, and then we see an S and X refresh. So we're talking like 2021, 2022, before you really see a, a vastly different S and X experience. You're still going to get spec bumps, yeah. but that's yeah. about it. They might even put some of the tech, they might even release the S and the X before the Roadster like just to test out the batteries and stuff wouldn't surprise me but the reason i got the roadster was because of the battery so if that comes out in an s i'm gonna be like "Mm, i'd rather have the s but if you're giving me 600 mile range 
that's why I bought the car. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's redonkulously fast. That too. Did you see that? Uh, God, what car? Sorry, I can't. I was on CNBC today. 200 kilowatt battery pack would be insanely fast. <laughs> I saw this car on CNBC. The Veveron or whatever? Yeah, the new Bugatti. It's $10 million. It's a $10 million car, and it's slower than the Roadster. It's slow. It's the hey, uh, same speed as my, 60 as an S. You saw my, you slower, saw my Porsche Taycan. You saw my Porsche Taycan tweets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting heated with those Taycan fans. Yeah, but like all four I people who are going to buy a Bugatti for, or whatever, can you imagine spending $10 million and then a Model S pulls up next to you and is just as fast as you? <laughs> it costs a hundred grand. Yeah. yeah. And then like the cost to replace the tires and stuff and the brakes and things mm-hmm. like that would be yeah. insane for that car. But yeah. That's, that's like, you're just destroying the well, it's, it's not about the performance. It's just it's that is simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we could talk about not, uh, not about the performance. Model three what the brand? The Model Three in Korea. Oh, Did sure. You guys pictures and um, the laughing on the malls. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, this is there's no demand for these products. It looks like an like the first iPhone launchers. I'm not even the first. When, once iPhone was big, right? Where people were standing outside. The yeah. iPhone 3G S yeah, or iPhone 4. Yeah, that was three, actually exactly. the order of the car, right? I yeah, mean, the order of the car. I mean, I that was great. People were probably just going to see it, but I'm sure a lot of them will place orders. People are excited about electric vehicles all around the world. It's a good thing. Yeah, and the, the air quality in uh, Korea is pretty poor, I think. Yep. So this could help a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, both you know, oh, sorry. Uh, I, yeah, both because it's an EV and the filters, air filters are really great in the, the car. Mm-hmm. I think Elon needs to do like a an Asian goodwill tour. Like with yeah. trans, with like translators or something. Like he needs to, there needs to be an event where he like showcases electric vehicles to the Asian. Country. He's gonna be in China for some kind of event. Yeah, or something and boring company China. Mm-hmm. Okay. I Hopefully think his, I think his mystique is probably more powerful though than them actually hearing his words. I don't think Japanese people know who Elon Musk is. Yeah, most of them don't. And, most like, that needs to change. You know, like, they know who Steve Wozniak is. Like, they, yeah, they need to know who Elon Musk is. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying, like, they need to spend money on some ad campaign. I'm just saying, like, he, like, I don't know what. Like, there needs to be some kind of event where he's, like, here is what our vision of Tesla in Japan is or Tesla in Korea. Because I think that would go a long way to explaining to people, you know, what it is. Because even on the street today in Canton, I drive by someone, they don't necessarily know it's an electric vehicle. They know it's a Tesla. They don't know it's an electric vehicle yet. So I think... Yeah, I know. A lot of them don't know that. 
Or they don't number, understand. Number one question is, even when I take people for test drives, that's the number one question. Like, so it like you only plug it in? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't ever need oil in it? Like, well, no, the motor, you got to change the oil. Every 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, like it, it's a... Electric, uh, electric only. I think it's an it's an education thing. And then you need... If you want to succeed in those countries, you need to explain to them why you're different. And I, I do think that, uh, you know, Adam mentioned, I think, episode or two ago, that they have a Model 3 in Nagoya Station now. Uh, I think having those pop-up stores over there are going is going to be huge for that. But you do need someone there who's educated in explaining the car. Uh, because unless unless the frunk is open and the trunk is open, people are going to think it's a gas-powered vehicle. Are they here? That's usually the wow moment for me. Like when someone doesn't believe me when I tell them it's an electric vehicle, they're like, "Yo, it's got an engine." I'm like, "Where?" And I pop the hood, and they're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. So like, I do think that that's that wow moment that is yeah. not conveyed properly. Uh, when you just see one on on the road or something, you know. Uh, so I I just think that's part of it. Once you educate people about that, they're gonna want it, and then it's about making it as affordable as possible in all these different territories. But yeah, I do think there's a huge market for it in Japan already at the current price because people spend money oh, yeah. on cars. People who have cars in Japan, they spend money on their cars. So yeah, so I don't like, think that's gonna be a barrier there. I think there's like a huge market there, and then like, do they have a supercharged network in Japan? Yeah, it's pretty good. There's uh, in my city, there's one yeah. right downtown. They're building it up. So it's like such a small country that it's pretty easy to connect with superchargers. Yeah, well, you could already even before the supercharger network was built, you could drive in a Model S from Nagoya to Tokyo without charging. Um, which is, you know large portion of the country really yeah so yeah you can you can pretty much get anywhere now with the with the charging network that already exists mm-hmm. um so yeah, yeah. i think that that, point, that and when i pitch people right when i'm like taking people for test drives so i did three test drives in the last four days and two of them are like super serious about getting one immediately so nice that's pretty fun but the one of the major selling points when I'm explaining the car is like navigation and the fact that there's all you might be worried about. Like, I don't know if I can make it to here or there. The fact that yeah. it figures it all out for you and the yeah. strength of the supercharger network, just the genius way in which they built it out mm-hmm. so that you're never truly at risk of running out of power anywhere. Yeah. Like yeah. Unless you're doing something I mean, we're very out of the ordinary. The, it's the network in the United States with over 700 chargers is such that you're never really at risk of being stranded somewhere with the car. It's, you know, it's kind of funny, they, man. They understanding the range of their car and them mathematically figuring out like where do these stations need to be so that our, you know, the people that own our cars aren't ever at risk of that. I think not many people talk about how important that is and how like incredible the network, the charging network is. Yeah. And it's constantly so, growing. I, I can just tell you that when I got yeah. my when I got my car, but when I got my Model S, that wasn't the case. No, I was I was oh, very for much, sure. I was very okay, much. I'm so. talking about now. Yeah, yeah. and but I'm talking I, about Model Three. I'm talking about right now. Yeah, but when I got that thing, 
I was very much so stranded in Houston with it. And they, the I-10 was one of the last corridors to be hit with the supercharger network. Uh, so that kind of sucked. But, yeah, I, I love I, – I don't think people understand the supercharger network. It's another element of the car that people – it's not communicated well. And because yep. Tesla doesn't spend money on marketing, it's like one of these things that people don't know about. And it's like we have to tell people about it. And, like, I'm sure when you're test driving with people, you explain it to them. But, yeah, like it's uh, – I think range anxiety is not a thing to me. I don't have it, like, ever. I don't know about you. Like, I, I never am in a situation where I'm like, oh, it's I'm going to run out of battery. It makes, it makes me laugh. I love, I love when people ask me about it. <laughs> yeah. I love when people ask me about it because it's, like, funny to me now, mm-hmm. the idea of range anxiety. Like, and you even drive very aggressively. I do drive aggressively. We put 7,000 miles on the car in a month, so <laughs> we've been driving it a lot. You probably have Cross more country, miles. east, west, north, south. I should check miles out on autopilot. I need to check out my mileage on my X. I think you guys have outdriven my X already. I've had it yeah, for six months. Swinson's run doesn't add up to much. No, driving from my house to yeah, I have three thousand four hundred. Yeah, three thousand four hundred sixty-four miles. So you have doubled my. You've doubled yeah, my miles driven in a month. Quarter mile Swenson's commute is not going to ever catch up. So I doubt it. I mean, I drove to Cincinnati in it. You can drive to Michigan. I know that was fun when I'm there, Asif. Yeah. Autopilot should be pretty damn awesome by then. Yeah, hopefully. I'll right. be, Asif, I'll just pick you up and drive up to Michigan. Okay. But you got to let me drive your ex. That's the stipulation because i still haven't driven an x you need to sit in the x while it drives us basically yeah i mean a little bit half the time okay yeah because basically i80 is a straight line and you just sit there um but yeah okay we'll see um so they're starting to do deliveries in japan too yeah i just started Nice. Uh, it's getting really positive reviews on Twitter. And like I said in the pilot, which only one person probably heard, uh, <laughs> a friend and I went and t- drove a Model 3 and an X. A Japanese guy had been telling him to buy Tesla for years. He absolutely loved it. He was just totally amazed. So, yeah, I think it'll be a big hit here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said in the pilot, the one thing is no one knows the company exists. Um, you know, you and I have spoken to the Tesla store here. Yeah. Well, like if people just knew about these cars, it'd be super popular, but no one knows about it. And, and it's gonna come with like you're in a Toyota town, Adam. Like, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, people just—it's like it's like being in Detroit. You know, like people just buy the Detroit Big Three in Detroit and like on Honda. But local. Yeah, so like there's a very big local support for Toyota there. So it's like. Well, yeah, yeah. No, Toyota's huge here, but there's tons of exotic cars. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Because like you're in any big city, you're going to have like. 
I remember we were walking in like a neighborhood around you, and or maybe it was in Tokyo. We saw like a Hummer, like an actual 1.0 Hummer in yeah, Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, that little parking in the garage. Where yeah, I can't, I can't even the import fees. They were like, it was like half in its garage, half in their driveway, because like it couldn't even fit in a parking spot in Japan. Yeah, but I see, I uh, the Tesla store is right like across the street from the Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. The Lamborghini dealership has way more turnover of vehicles than the Tesla store, which is stupid. Yeah. So I think it's I. That's what I was talking about. You know, was like just getting, like you have to increase the knowledge base in Japan and in in Asia, and I just don't think they're really focused on that right now because it's been such a grassroots thing. Yeah. Like it's going to have to come from Japanese people and from Korean well, people. And I Chinese think they people. have high hopes for the Japanese market. They designed the Model Three specifically to the width of the parking spaces. Yeah. Oh no, I I think that it's just. Because they don't, they spend zero dollars on marketing. They I need to show some kind of effort to make people understand what the product is, what it does, why it's better. They changed uh, the paint to white, and I have a, I'm guessing part of that is in Japan. Over fifty, like I think around fifty percent or more of the cars sold here are white. Mm-hmm. So I, they, you know, Elon originally was going to go with basic white to save the company money. Yeah, and then they changed. They're like, never mind. We're going to go with the same uh, pearl, isn't that what it's called? Sure. Premium white. Yep. Well, so. then I was like, well, why the hell are you changing the color yeah. then? Like, what was the point? But it makes sense for Japan where most of the cars are white. So if the people don't have to throw down extra money on paint, maybe they'll sell some more. I mm. hope. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, white white multi- a bunch of Model 3s driving around. I, I see the... I live near the store, so I've seen the car doing test drives. Mm-hmm. I saw it yesterday. I think last year I saw a Model X in Nagoya. I saw a couple of Model S's, but I haven't I seen a Model 3 in S or an X almost every day. Yeah. Like they're, they were becoming more common last year when I was there. I always just pay attention to how many Teslas I see in any city I travel to. And yeah. clearly, but California is the most. Day, basically, I'm hoping I'll start to see a lot more threes. I've started to see more threes in Canton. I can tell you that much. There's like several. There's like a silver, a white, and a blue, or several blue ones. But yeah, we always wave at each other when we see I each other. I can tell you, Cincinnati is covered in Model Threes now. Mm-hmm. Model Threes everywhere. Yeah. The, de- the local, do we call it a dealership or gallery? I forget what you call it. Gallery. Now. The local gallery, I guess. It has a parts and and repair shop, but I think it's still called a gallery. Well, I guess it's not even a store anymore. It's a ridiculous state law. Mm. Service center, yeah, because of state law. Um, yeah. the they had they were having such a hard time holding on to threes that they had to keep two performance models because they were going through them so quickly they didn't have anything to give people test drives in. So <laughs> Yep. They're hot then, they're somewhat how- like hotcakes. You have a you have a supercharger kind of close to your house, right? I do. There's super supercharger less than two miles up the road. Do you charge? Uh, I believe it's or? the owner of the owner of Meyer Stores is yes. like just a big fan of the company, so he's right. putting them in the parking lots of all the Meyers. That's right. But it's between a Target and a Meyer. There's a Starbucks right there. Yeah, a, it's pretty. It's pretty great located. 
<clears throat> eight so, stalls. It's pretty pretty awesome. When you go, do you charge there, or are you just charging at home? Yeah. So <clears throat> if uh, if like I'm in a bind, and right, this is four weeks of having it at home. We haven't even had that long, <laughs> but. If it's like, oh, I'm going to be taking somebody for a test drive and I'm only 50 miles of range and I just don't have the time to leave it at home overnight or go to destination charger and whatever, drink, drink beer because brewery that has destination chargers that are free up the street too. Huh. Mad Tree Brewing. Um, but the if I don't have time for that, I'll use the supercharger, which is amazing, right? You're there for 10 minutes, $2, the car's mm-hmm. topped off, and then you can take people rides in the car. Like it's... Yeah. explaining that to people, like showing them when you pull up the charging screen, you go, here's my charge. It was $2.08. And they're like, wait, what? And I go, yeah. And I only put tires, windshield wiper fluid, and windshield wipers on the car for the first 100,000 miles. They're like, you can just see them like, I don't, oh, wait, what? Yep. And yeah. no oil changes? And no and no regular service? And yeah, no, it's like, yeah. And yeah. it's like, that's why I'm willing to now pay a car payment for this car because... Yeah. It's yep. insane. You do the, the most math. insane piece of math ever. <laughs> yeah, you, do, you do the math. And I did the math with Adam, I remember, in 2012, where it was like, okay, here's what it would cost if I bought a S-Class Mercedes. Here's what it would cost if I bought a Model S Performance. And then I'm like, how much energy am I saving conservatively per year? And at the time, the Model S paid for itself within eight years of owning it. Relative to relative to an S class, so it's this opportunity cost that when you explain it to people, it's the most obvious economics ever. And then yeah, you have a perfect example of like here's how much it costs at the supercharger, you know. And then like you can, I don't know, you've seen your electrical bill. It doesn't go up through the roof. It's like you got another fridge or something, you know. It's not really not even no. yeah, yeah. You probably use it. You probably use less electricity than a refrigerator. Well, I'm using a 120. It's, I'm still plugging into a 120 volt outlet. It's not like I'm. I've got some high high volume thing. I don't have the you know the wall connector that I picked up on Craigslist. I might use for a special project and not even install that outside. So really? I may just keep it. I may pop out a glass block and keep using the dryer plug in the basement to charge it if I needed to charge faster. But right now, like our driving style. We've been completely fine with the 120 volt under the deck that we charge it off of now, using the you know using the cable that it came that came with the car. So that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you're we're not driving 80 miles a day. We don't have a big commute. You know, that's, that's one of the things we like about so how everything's long, relatively close. Okay, so let's say you use 80 miles in a day. How long yeah. is it taking you to charge with that cable? So overnight, you're getting between 40 and 50 miles of range on the car. Okay. Roughly, that's what we get. That's what we gain off the 120 volt. And you're paying like it's between 70 and 80 cents or something. Like, yeah, sure. Electricity charged through Duke Energy is extremely low. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, uh, you know. Okay. Did you change your getting, I think it's lower 60% coal, 40% clear. So. Yeah. Say did, that again? did you change your plan so it's cheaper at night to charge or anything? Uh, there's really no point in Ohio. So I just, I remember when rate change is like more plus or minus a penny. There's the variable rate change. So it doesn't really make a difference. I remember when I installed the high powered wall charger in Canton, I had to just notify my energy company that I was doing it. 
Uh, but that was it. There wasn't like I think there was a. They like, I don't think there's a time thing. They just wanted to know that I was doing it. It's weird. Some uh, utilities will give like rebates and stuff if you install a wall charger. Like if mm-hmm. you install it for a couple hundred bucks at least. I'm fairly confident that Ohio does not. They don't offer a lot of that stuff. So yeah, we don't. We got I, I will look into it, but I don't. I'm not sure. So we already covered Solar Rentals and Spotify. Uh, we, <laughs> there is Young Gravy. Oh, yeah. No, I refuse. You want to know how many views this guy has? I think the thing is satire. You think the video is satire? I don't think oh, it yeah. is. Satire. I think you need to watch his other work. He's re- That's a real human being, Adam. That's, like, not satire. That's, like, what he thinks is cool. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's clearly based on the views. It's what a lot of people think is cool. So, yep. I'm sorry, guys. We are out of touch. Uh, I can't support the. I can't support the objectification of women, even if it's that. Sorry. I can't. Not, I like, can't support someone driving a Model X that's that big of a douche. <laughs> like that's where I'm at with this. I'm like, shame on this man for having enough money to do this to a Model X. Might have been a rental. Uh, but yeah, we won't show the video. <laughs> it might have been, been a rental. rental. <laughs> God, I hope it was. Oh, man. But shame on the people who rented him this Model X. But yeah, this video, which we're not going to show because it's awful, feature, features the objectification of women, throwing money in the air, and the phrase, how many blanks can I fit in a Tesla? And... It's just awful. And like I was, you know, being being our SEO guru on our Tesla team, right? I go <laughs> I go on to Google Trends every morning and I type in Tesla and I do worldwide trends for Tesla. And what was the number one trend yesterday? Young Gravy BB's zero dollar sign whip a Tesla lyrics. And I'm like, what on earth is this? So of course I go there and I'm like yeah, I mean, there and I watch this video, and I'm like, I just, as a thought experiment, I'm like, I'm gonna write an article about this just to see how much traffic it gets. Yeah, I haven't yeah. looked yet. Uh, I'll I'll update us next week with with if it was worth the time or not. I doubt spoilers. It probably wasn't, but also spoilers. It took me like two minutes to write the article, and I crap all over the music video because it's just awful. Um. But Adam, no, this is a real person, and like I just. No, but I think the video is like a satire of rap. It's not. I don't think you got to look at his other stuff, Adam. It's not, Adam. This is just where rap is today. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't listen to rap, but I'm just saying this is like this is my assumption is it's the satire. That's immediately I just thought that I was like this is obviously a joke. It's not. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is like this guy it's not thinks one of those ironic things, right? It's he not, thinks he's balling out, driving down the street with your falcon wings open, like hanging off of them. And I'm like, this is just so stupid. Uh, number one trend: seven hundred twenty-four thousand views. Tony, 
Dude, I don't know. I'm, I can't disagree with the, the popularity. I'm just saying, as someone who lectured me about some other YouTuber from our high school and how we should care about her because of her views, I want you to care about Young Gravy because he has more views than our know. podcast does. Those are two very different things. First of no, all, her videos no, are not, not. No, they're not. They're both about first all, sex. First of all, her videos are not monetized. Second of all, it's for education. What is that guy educating us on? Exactly. How many how many human beings can fit in a Tesla? <laughs> I get. I mean, the hook so here, line no, is okay. The no, Alexa line fine. in the hook is okay. Okay, it's but here's, right. here's my question. He poses. These are street philosophers, and he poses a very good question. How many people could I fit in my Tesla? If if that guy's a street philosopher, I must also be a street philosopher. You are. I'm just saying, like, the Adam thinks this was satire. Adam thinks this is satire. It's so not. This is the current state of humanity. <laughs> it's completely unironic, for sure. That guy thought he was being oh. awesome when he made that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you. And it's not that I like it. I just saw it and I was horrified. I was like, this is how I know Teslas are popping off. You have rappers, like, singing about fitting people in Teslas, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's now the aspirational brand. That was kind of my point, is that Tesla has become yeah. this aspirational brand for totally awful rappers, you know? Like, some of the worst. But Young Gravy. Yeah. <laughs> young Gravy. Okay. Uh, that's, yeah. It's getting a thumbs down. Thumbs down from me. 700,000 people disagree with Tony. That's fine. That's fine. It's not. It it can't be. Kids are wrong. The kids are wrong. It can't be. They just watched it. I'm not out of touch. The kids are wrong. (laughs) And Uh, yeah, I agree. It's a matter of taste. It's just a matter of taste. If you love it, you can love it. I don't. I hate it. I hate it. And I'm horrified that it exists. But I'm (laughs) like. I was just like I can't. I, oh, my yeah, first reaction. More, he said Young Gravy more than Tesla in this episode. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about my wall charger. I want to talk about my Craigslist wall charger. Yeah, let's talk about this. Wait, so Tony, you're not even gonna, you're not even installing this at your house? Like, what are you doing? I got some projects I'm working on. Okay, they'll be on the YouTube channel. Don't don't worry about it. I get it. Uh, okay. What I want to do, I have a lot of options now. I've been I've been going to pawn shops and collecting equipment. All right, I so don't want to. So is this the is this like my high powered wall charger? What did you pick up? I don't want to spoil anything. Uh oh, pick up. I don't I don't hear you now. I don't know. Oh, it's, you yeah, we're here. Okay, you can hear me. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah. So I bought this. Uh, I found a guy. He only had a poster for like twenty four hours. Um, but he was selling a wall charger. His his wife got rid of her Model Three. And I met him in the parking lot at the Cracker Barrel to make the money and wall charger exchange. And the guy happened to be an electrician, so he gave me, like, free consulting. He's like, if you have issues, send me a picture, and I'll tell hmm. you how to make sure you get it wired right. told me that, you know, I got to use a uh, 6.3 stranded uh, high-voltage cable, um, get the proper gauge, and I have to have a 60-amp double-pole breaker for it to get the maximum throughput for the car. So he gave me all kinds of tips. He even just gave me like the USB splitter and stuff that his wife had for under the, uh, under the dash that gives you an extra USB port. So super nice guy. Awesome interaction. Uh, he drove a Ford F-150. He drove a Ford F-150. He was excited for the truck coming out. 
So he was kind of like, I don't know if I want to get rid of the charger, but I could use some dough. So he sold it to me. So I got a wall charger for 300 bucks. Why was the wife getting rid of the car? Do you know? Um, she really liked the car, but she really wanted a Mustang. So, uh, That's the worst shit I've ever heard. I, 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 I I'm was glad, a, I'm you know, glad you wasn't going to judge, but I was like, okay, like, well, have fun with your Mustang, I guess. It, it, the car don't think about like air quality and no, they no. they definitely they weren't interested at all in the environmental impact pieces. They really were only like, what does it cost me to run it? Is it the thing that I want? So, which I you know you can't fault those people. You know, but, yeah, I can. Screw them. Yeah. I'm glad you fleeced them. I should have said two. I'll take give you me like, give me two fifty, you jerk. No, he's a super nice guy. It was a cool interaction. We talked. To, he, he actually his buddy owns a vinyl wrap place that's local. So he was like, if you're gonna get your car wrapped or, or ceramic tinted, this is the guy you want to talk to. I was like, dude, this is this is the best Craigslist interaction I've ever had. You got to recommend all really electrical needs. No, he's got to pay us for that. You're going to wire this yourself, Tony? Of course I'm going to wire it myself. I don't. You got a video. I pay for plumbers and a couple other specific things, like people that have jacks that do uh, foundation work. I'll pay for those, but electrician? Nah, dude, I can figure that out. That's DIY fun. Until you get electrocuted. I've only electrocuted myself twice, so that's pretty good, I feel like. I think that's the name of the episode. Tony's only electrocuted himself twice. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty good. I've done a lot of home improvement stuff, but I only electrocuted I, myself two times. I'm actually kind of impressed. Based yeah. on what I saw at your house, yeah, you have done a lot of work. To only electrocute yourself twice is kind of impressive. And you didn't electrocute me, so clearly the work is good. Uh, okay. But I'm glad that you're getting electrocuted in the process and not the people who live in your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are a couple more news stories. I'm glad that you got a charger. I can't wait to see what uh, yeah. the hell you're going to do with it. We'll see. That'll be interesting. Um, the Model 3 price changes? Yeah, well, the performance oh, went up a thousand bucks. Uh huh. And then the Model Y was dropped. Deep. By two thousand bucks. Yeah, well, they had, they had never adjusted the Model Y pricing. It had just always been the same. Oh, well, so, they hadn't sold any yet, so it didn't. Or matter. maybe they did actually. They increased it slightly after the launch, but then it didn't change. And the Model Three has been kind of dropping in price, right, mm -hmm. over time. So they made some adjustments to it, and they also switched it even after the three switched to default white paint. The Y, for some reason, was still as black, so they finally made it parity with the three. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And then uh, I think we need to talk about this, because Tony and I have not received our firmware update, and you're yeah. saying full self-driving people are getting firmware updates. Well, you want to say that. I think they're being sexual racist or regional racist or something. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I watched some video about sexual racism, and I'm pretty sure Tesla is being sexually racist to me by not giving me my firmware update. I, I 
kind of agree with you. <laughs> it's like, it just feels bad. Like, when I see these updates, I see these tweets, and I'm like... <laughs> uh, I can tell you right now, yeah. Here, I'll, I'll tell you what percentage you're in. <laughs> What's your, I am the 84%. Yeah, what percentage am I now? I'm, am I officially a one percenter now, Adam? Because you have what, everyone has newer than 2019. Yeah, you're 24.4. I'm on yeah. 24.4. I, I think I've been blacklisted. Really? I, I'm also on 24.4. You're both 1.2% of the population of models of Tesla owners. Maybe you since better. we tweet and podcast again, they're like purposefully keeping us as a unit. I think it's an Ohio thing. I think yeah, like they're paying the thing. One of you has an X. One of you has a three. I also paid for SF FSD. Yeah, I did. Oh, I also played. I also paid for black rims, Tesla. Yeah, did you ever get a refund? No, I need to call them. I'm gonna just try to get Whoops. the rims installed. Like, while I'm in Japan or something. Oh, uh, my gosh. It's unbelievable they haven't, like, contacted you about that. <laughs> That's what I mean, it's man. completely unacceptable. That's what I mean. They don't give a crap about Model X owners anymore. It's all about you guys. It's all about keeping Model 3 people happy. <laughs> but you said you That's have so absurd, Asif. Wait, Asif, you have 24.4 or 24.4. Oh, 24.4. So you're a 39.8 percenter. Most I'm ahead people, of Tony. Most people have that. So I'm ahead of Tony. Yeah. Ha! Suck it, Tony. That's Tony. not cool. Tony has one that like... <laughs> I, I want to point out real quickly, this is an important personality thing. This is very important. Asif never got the refund for specialized rims that he bought for his car. I get upset if I don't get like a $20 rebate in the mail fast enough. <laughs> I we're also like dollar option or something you never even got. Yes, I would go ape. I would lose my mind. Yeah, <sighs> there's nothing that really is accomplished by yelling at people who had nothing to do with it. And also, like it happened right as Elon laid off a ton of people at their, you know, the stores and stuff. So, like, I think yeah. that's what happened. Is it kind of got it, lost in the show? If you ever took it in for service, they might notice that it yeah. doesn't. I do not – the other problem is when I have had it serviced, they've come to my garage. And I mentioned it to the guy there, and he's like, oh, you got to do something about that. And I'm like, okay. But the problem is, like, I just don't want to not have my car. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's, now you got two. You got two now, so you can do whatever you want. I no, I totally get, understand. I need to get tired. I, I, like, I appreciate your support of the company. You're a true patriot. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like I'm like I get it. I, you know, the the one time they shipped my car, it didn't have a spoiler. This time it had the wrong rims. I remember when I showed up to the store and I'm like, "You guys got the wrong rims on there," and they're like, "Crap." <laughs> I'm like, uh, "Better let you keep those rims." At this point, no one's gonna want them. I've used them for six months. You, you could put winter tires on them. Yeah. I don't know. I think it would look better with I black. Guess it's, rims, it's a little. It's a little bit the same as me having to wait two months for the license plates for the car mm -hmm. because of buying it in Arizona and then not understanding Ohio law. Yes, it's kind of the same thing. Right? I totally gave them the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, you guys sold and delivered ninety thousand cars. Yeah, it's cool. Can you just get me an extension for the temp tag? And they were yes. totally not about it. That's so it. I didn't really go. 
eighth, and I was like, guys, come on, this isn't that hard. You just got to make two phone calls. And that's it'll be it, fine. This... Instead, I have a car I can't drive, but that's fine. We'll, we'll, this... we'll... If it was something where the car didn't work, I would have raged. But it's not. Yeah. It's a cosmetic thing. And, like, I'm not one to be like, oh, man, my rims. You know, so I'm like, I just didn't. <laughs> like, don't. Like, they're $3,000 rims, though. Right? I hear you, and I want them, and I'm going to get them. But I want to do it in a way where I, I still get to use my car as much as I need to. I'm with you. I got you. I, and then I, I travel you. a lot. So it's, like, it's hard to, like, figure out a time where I can get it there. I had to drive up to Mayfield Heights, most likely, and leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I really don't yeah, feel like doing fun. that. That's like an hour drive, and then I got shit to do. You got, I got people that freaking want me to record podcasts at 9 in the morning on Sunday. You know what I mean? So it's like, find the hours in the day for me okay. to go to Mayfield Heights and back, and then maybe I can get this done. But maybe I'll call them this week. That'll be my – I'll give you guys an update on what the hell's happening to my rims. Because, yeah, I'd like to get that yeah, set up. You should contact them. Tony, you should mention this problem to your boy. Which problem? The awesome. f- My rims. Oh, the rim problem? Yeah, I, I can do that. I mean, he, he he's just going to have to call another um, yeah. service. Center that, yeah. He would totally do it, though. He's super nice. A model Model 3 for my dad. Wait, Dude, what? that one's too far. I asked him about that, and he was like, we get the shipments in really randomly. Uh, I was like, I saw you give them away to just randomos. I didn't see more pre-ordering cars. And he's like, I know, that was probably My dad was promised one on Elon's Twitter. (laughs) He pre-ordered it the first day. I think he should just put up the 50 bucks and grab one. Uh, That's my honest. He should put 50 bucks up on day and snag one. Yeah. All right. So I think those were all the topics, Adam. Wow, we we did well today. We hit the topics. We did a run of show. That was improvement. The internet quality in Tony's car is pretty shit, though. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I'll, I'll fix that you for next week. Everything. Yeah, I'll I'll move the router again to see if I can get it better for next week. Now, hopefully, we won't have to do it from the car. This yeah, because we have house guests right now, and there are yeah. so few rooms in the house. They would be like, "What is happening?" I mean, Sarah had to leave, so yeah. that's any indicator. She rage quit the podcast mid podcast. And then she was offline when it happened, so we didn't get to see her punch Tony or anything. I just imagine like Sarah hitting you in the head with like a frying pan. Like a cartoon, like she's like whacking. There's like birds around Tony's head. Have you driven your house guests around in your car yet? Uh, of course. Actually, uh, the house guests right now are the same ones we went to South Carolina with, so they got quite a bit of car time. Oh, cool. Oh, good. Uh, however, we took that trip, and I maybe I shouldn't even say this on the podcast. They might watch it. Who cares? I'm going to say it anyway. At the end of the trip, we're at the supercharger where we part ways, right? They drive on to Cleveland, and we drive on to Cincinnati in West Virginia. And we... We're in the parking lot at the supercharger. We're walking to our car saying bye to everybody. And the person goes, oh, oh, you see that BMW over there? That 550? That thing is, that thing hauls, man. That thing is super fast. I'm like, you were just in my car for hours. That car is garbage from a performance perspective. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That car is like a full second slower than mine. 
and mine's the slow Tesla. Yep. It was very upsetting. Like, we had this great trip, and then the last minute together. <laughs> I'm like, BMW 550, that thing is gross. <laughs> it's also, gross. That car makes up every day. It wishes it was a crappy Tesla. It wishes it was. torque. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's all I say. Instant torque. Yeah, That's my only argument. It's just ridiculous. It's yeah. like Adam. Remember that trip in Denver? We had like a fantastic weekend together in Denver. And we're yeah. walking to the car. And that guy on the bike goes by. Remember this? Do you remember the guy on the bike, Adam? Do you hear me at all? Am I, I don't not know. even connected well, with it anymore? What happens? Some hippie guy on a bike goes by on his bike and he goes, Keep burning that oil. Well, like he wasn't wrong. Years ago. He wasn't <laughs> wrong, but like, who just who just shouts environmental stuff at people? Like you earlier on this podcast. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't <laughs> you guys gave me crap about anyway. drinking Starbucks. I'm gonna. Yeah, be but that I know you. You're not just some stranger on the street. I'm not just <laughs> harassing strangers <laughs> on the street. About their car burning oil. You should just stand outside of Starbucks and yell at people. <laughs> I would That's watch that. It's not like I drove an offensive vehicle like relative to other cars either. No, you were just driving a regular car. They're like, fill me up fossil fuel burners. Ah! That's exactly what it was like. I, but I thought about that guy. He was like in the back of my mind for like years. <laughs> and now it's, you're right. I've almost become him. Just yeah. I'm not just shouting at people. Like I could have got my own sleeve and everything. But also that guy, like the second he's just he's out of earshot, I'm like, your your tires are petroleum products. You know, I had like nothing, but I really wanted to yell back at that guy. Yeah, too late. Ten years later, maybe he'll watch this yeah. podcast and he'll you'll finally get him. Yeah, because he awesome. might we'll have him on the show. But in the end, yeah, he and, hey, guy on bicycle, if you're out there, we'd love to have you on the show <laughs> to yeah. berate me Still about to berate me about. Paying Nestle for water or something. I don't know. Like, I could, <laughs> you gotta I find an alternative water source. <laughs> Look, can water taste like butt? <laughs> there, I said it. Yeah, and I know Nestle owns like a majority of them. Nestle owns all the bottled water. It's like you either have it's, it's Coke, Pepsi, and Nestle. That's it. They own all the water. Throw a filter on there. Get an RO system. My, my brother in law. Installs RO system, so we'll hook you up, Austin. Don't worry. Okay. The other thing is, this used to be a doctor's office, and like I'm just grossed out by most of the bathrooms in here. Still, I know we've had it power cleaned, but I'm like, replacing some sinks is a good idea. We're gonna hit up uh, a reuse center and get. Some you know what I mean? Like, there's some stuff going on here. Where I'm like, I don't really want to drink out of that sink. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know. If there's a more sustainable way for me to drink liquid here, I'm all for it. Uh, but there's also a biohazard sign in our kitchen. <laughs> you know? So it's like, yeah, bottle of water, I'm okay with. I'll recycle it. It's a good place for it. Yeah, right? I was like, we we turned the nursing station into <laughs> into our kitchen. And... Although, what? Carbon? Bottled water. It's one of the worst things. Think about all the carbon to move that water around for no reason when it's already getting pumped right to your house. It's one of the worst, Austin. I don't want to be the guy on the bike in Denver, but... 
You're the guy who bought a freaking Diesel VW after Dieselgate. So don't tell me about... I didn't buy it after. I didn't buy it after Dieselgate. I thought it was on sale because of Dieselgate. No, I know. So when I turned in the TDI, I took a a GTI off the lot. When they gave me all the damages... You bought a GTI for cheap because of the Dieselgate ramifications. Exactly. Which the money after lying about emissions. You gave that company money knowing that they lied about emissions. So don't tell me about bottled water. I've been in Tesla since 2013, damn it. These damn Tesla dudes. dudes. I've been Teslaing way longer than you've Teslaed for. That's true. He has, Tony. All because of me. And I went to the damn store to sell cars in Houston. That is true. So it's like, it's like carbon offset. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yeah. bought a Starbucks cup when I went to the it, Tesla it store. But it offsets. I probably sold like 30 cars and never got any credits for it. It was before the referral thing even existed. Yeah. That's how I know. So like, I just went there. Aid. But it's like I said in that first video I ever did with uh, on my, my personal YouTube channel, when I test drove the Model S, I said, I want everyone on Earth to have one of these. I still feel that way. So it's like about getting us there. Because, yes, you know, like individuals should recycle and do as much as they can, but it's about industrial waste. That's the real problem on Earth right now. And until, like, government does something about industrial waste, we can all recycle. It's not going to do enough to stop Plastic Bag Island. Uh, you know, like, there's... And that's something that Bernie's been talking about. I think a- Andrew Yang has been talking about it a little bit. So, yep. there now is some... Now endorsed by Elon. The now endorsed by Elon, Andrew Yang. Well, I don't know if he's endorsed by Elon as much as that they both agree that minimum basic income is going to happen. I know this is a little off topic, but not really. Yeah. Automation is prevalent in automotive industry, and yeah. we're talking about auto autopilot uh, every episode. So it's like, in a world where automation is coming, I think planning ahead for universal basic income makes sense. Uh, but this government doesn't plan ahead for anything. So, like, right? Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, I didn't see automation coming. It's like, I didn't see China taking over the world coming. I didn't see automation coming. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like that's that's probably 10 years out, but I think it's forward thinking, and it, it's... Yeah. It I do think... We discussed. I'd, I'd actually like to see it implemented. Sure. I You know, <laughs> there was a funny, like, I don't know if it was a thread or like a video or something I watched. It's like, what would you do with the $1,000 a month that you got? Like if if there was UBI, what would you do with the thousand dollars? Buy a Model Y seven seater. Oh yeah, because you could you you could just finance it that way. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems like most people would be contributing to the economy, and it would just be a redistribution of wealth from the largest companies towards other things. So I, yeah. I don't I don't think it's a bad idea. Like uh, these four people would spend it all immediately, right? It'd be going back into the economy. I, I heard a lot of people say they would. 
probably spend most of it. Maybe they'd invest a little bit. Probably if it goes to everyone, wealthy people would just be investing it. Yeah, but I also think uh, a lot of people would get out of debt with it. I think they would pay off their debt. So it's like everything that would come from it, I think would be positive for GDP. So like when people are like, oh my God, this would be the end of the world for capitalism. I'm like, I don't think so. You're giving every consumer a thousand dollars. Yeah, so I'm... It makes way more sense than a tax cut to the wealthy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, how many times has trickle-down economics failed? All the studies done on this crap. It's it's like known quantity. Mm -hmm. I hear you. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to bring that up. It's kind of tangential to what we talk about, but it was something that, yeah, you mentioned Elon Musk. We're going to talk about that more, more for sure. Yeah, I think we should kind of stay on the automation UBI beat. I think that's going to be here to stay. I think it's going to be kind of part of, it's kind of part of our coverage universe now. We talk about robotics in in the Tesla factory. We talk about automated vehicles and self-driving vehicles, FSD. I feel like this is all leading to that. Uh, And yeah, I'm of the opinion that this country doesn't plan ahead anymore. So it's refreshing to see Andrew Yang talk. I actually think he he's interesting. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I definitely like uh, what Bernie Sanders has had to say on the topic. And Elon is always very pragmatic when he talks about these sort of things. So I think he comes at it from a very logical perspective. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, like, I like the idea, and I, I hope there's more candidates that – you know how, like, every candidate stole Bernie's idea of free education for everyone and free health care for all? I hope that they they will all steal Andrew Yang's freedom dividend idea because it, it is a good idea. And, you know, it, Apple has Apple has more money than God. So just tax Apple and you could pay for it. <laughs> you know, like it's it's not even like you could just tax like. Just tax, tax, tax all social media platforms. Yeah, tax all social media platforms. But what are they doing? Like total tangent but like we're getting into it now now we're getting into it how do you tax social media for monetizing copyright infringed material think about all the personal material yeah that they have access to your facebook all your photos all your you know all those things 100 percent, somebody should be paying me that's the number one reason i didn't get on social media really at all until this year you agreed to give it to them for free. It was I part of the product. We're all the we're all the product. Yeah, I, that that fit right with me. Like you, when you read that terms of service and agree to it, you're giving up your rights to everything. Exactly. All your intellectual property, everything you've experienced. Exactly. I, I, that's, so I really like Andrew Yang's definition of like these guys should be paying for it. Just give us universal basic income. Yeah. You, we know you can pay for it. You're all making enough money. And it makes a lot of sense. Like, it's your personal property. It's your images, things you've collected, your data, your information, your email yep. that they're using to market. But like, that's, that's Google, why? that's Amazon, that's Facebook, that's Twitter, that's Apple, that's Microsoft. And they're all like oh. $500, 400000000000 billion or bigger companies. You could tax them. It wouldn't hurt them. And it would help a lot of people. So I really think it makes sense. Really? I want to see it implemented. But it's, I think it's now, that's now, that's now viewed as socialism. That's like full on socialism where I'm like, no, we're just finally penalizing these capitalist companies that have just been 
wildly profitable for far too long and not paying any taxes or paying very low taxes, you know? So I, I just think it's, it's, yeah. the, it's like the pendulum swinging the other way from the corporate tax cuts that, that Trump implemented. So like they already got their 20% corporate tax cut. They can increase taxes to pay for UBI. And I think doing it sooner than later would be good because the economic effect of automation is going to be huge and it's going to be deflationary in my opinion. Like all tech has been deflationary. Efficiencies create deflation. They put people out of business. It's a, you know, it's the ice harvester and then the ice factory and then the freezer, right? There was like three different industries that were created. And as we've automated ice making, the free, the ice harvesters are out of business. So it's like knowing that that's going to happen to food service, knowing that's going to happen to truck drivers, get ahead of that. Yeah. Yep. So I do think it's refreshing to see some politicians being also the the other cool fact. Oh no, we lost him. You're back. We got cut off, but I was just going to say the other cool effect of like that. That that ice that ice uh, example you just had also that's the the where the where the action is happening is moving to the home right you're mm-hmm. making your own ice at your home just like you're charging your own car at your home it's the it's uh, the transition of big sure. industry to uh, local yeah the local means of production which is mm-hmm. home solar really which that's what you're talking about mm-hmm. we got to talk about all that stuff there's lots of exciting stuff. Yeah, but yep. I just, you know, something that I, I watched a couple interviews with Andrew Yang this week. He was on the H3 H three podcast, uh, which I thought was kind of neat. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, check that out. Um, yeah, and there's just some Twitter accounts we wanted to shout out. Uh, Steve Jobs Ghost. We need to talk about this guy for a second. Uh, he, he, like, is breaking news, kind of. Uh, he had this tweet about the Tesla Semi being pulled over by a California Highway Patrol and that the the range is doing better than expected. They're doing, like, stress tests on the car on, I think it's I-5, or sorry, on the truck. It had it was carrying, I think, what was it, 75,000 pounds? Yeah, 75,000, yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, in journalism, I try to have more than... Total weight was 75,000. You try to have more than one source in journalism, and I was, like, sitting there, and I was like, can I write an article based on a guy called Steve Jobs' ghost? <laughs> it's 2019 you 100% can't do that but I think, you think you have to properly label it rumor because I, I don't think I can actually say unless I call California Highway Patrol and they disclose this I don't think I can run it as just a fact you know what I mean because this, this is a parody account Steve Jobs is dead and this guy is clearly just a Tesla fan that came back from the dead uh, to talk about Tesla's. Uh, he's great. He's a great follow. It's at Tesla underscore truth. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to give him a shout out. He's ridiculous. And I, I wanted to source him and I actually replied to him. He replies to me quite a bit. Uh, I, cause he said CHP and I was like, California highway patrol. He's like, yeah. I was like, how does he know all this? Who is that guy? And it kind of reminds me of fake Steve jobs. Remember the, that blog back in the day? Yeah. yeah, I think it's in, it's in that it's in that same vein. So sure. I wonder if this is an insider or if this is a because Elon tweets at him. Uh, uh, the guy's name's been not published. Yeah, the, 
there was a group of people that thought they were really smart and figured out what his name was, even though he sent pictures of his car and his name's right there on the car, but um, on his oh, driver. Really? Oh, yeah. So they supposedly guy. outed him a couple weeks ago. There have been a lot of threads that if you're not in your echo chamber and you're listening to what the Q people are saying, there's a lot of interesting go- stuff going on. Um, a lot of people thought he was being paid by Tesla, some other stuff, but uh, he is really excellent. I have PM'd with him, and yes. he's doing awesome work, and it's hilarious. Yeah, I think he's really funny, really nice, and clearly loves Tesla, so he's a good follow. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I'll run a story on that, because I think that's it's an interesting story. And then the other thing on the truck front that I saw, uh, UPS is already driving uh, self-driving trucks for months. Yeah, but the, when you read into it, they have a driver and an engineer in all of them. Yeah. Oh, no. It's not like and they're just driving. Uh, just a small... It's like one... Just going one direction back and forth. It's. I mean, it's not like they're going many routes. It's like one route. That yeah. That's right. So, uh, it's still cool. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool, but I wouldn't call it self-driving when you have a driver and an engineer in the vehicle. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. the driver was maybe not in the seat, mm-hmm. maybe you could call it that. But yeah. yeah, it's definitely moving towards that direction. But the thing is, um, it's possible. If yeah. Semis, e- even though the highways are easier, they're giant vehicles of death. Sure. So it's probably will be a while before companies are confident enough to completely remove the driver from it. I wonder how many people you could fit in a Tesla semi. Oh my, that's a great question. Uh, you should make a video about it. I'm, I wonder if you can drive it down the road with the doors open. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet you can. Yeah. The UPS <laughs> so truck has got that door that slides open, right? The that's UPS truck's got that. That's a good slide point. Open door. We'll get Young Gray right, to rent a Tesla semi. I got a jet. Yeah, okay, a jet. Good yeah, episode. Okay, let's, let's wrap up the show. Thanks to Tony and Sarah for piping in from uh, Potato Internet in their car <laughs> in Cincy. Thanks to Adam for staying up late uh, in Japan. And uh, I woke up early and I'm here. I'm going to edit this because I am going to New York tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, thanks for tuning in. This was episode three of the 9 to 5 Elon podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube. Uh, Wait, we called it episode three. Oh, whoops. God damn. It's episode two. Yes. Two. Episode two. I told you this was confusing. <laughs> You're the one that did that. It's not my fault. <laughs> okay, fine. It's my fault. I'm confused. <laughs> episode two, which is the third episode. Just totally not confusing. And uh, Tony's already gone. So that's it. That's the end of the show. And uh, yeah, subscribe to us on uh, youtube.com slash Shaq News Games. Uh, and like I said, all those different podcast facilities. Leave us a rating. And that helps us move up the podcast rankings and we'll become more discoverable. Share us on social media. Adam is at long underscore Elon. Tony and Sarah are at Tesla Fudge on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at TechnoSucks. We got Shaq News on Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's it, right? Yes. That was and, and uh, I guess tell people uh, to get an electric vehicle, right? That's going to be my my thing. Eventually, get an electric vehicle. Get rid of your try your best. Yeah, try your best. Like the hippie. Yeah, 
Good I night. ride a bike most of the time. You do ride an electric bike most of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you do have an electric vehicle. I do. <laughs> There's your cred. And he has a boring company hat, and I have a Tesla hat. So that's why you should listen to us. And yeah, go to shacknews.com. We got more Tesla content other than Young Gravy hitting the site all the time. Maybe I'll write about uh, that truck article.